Welcome. You're listening to Blood Advances Talks. Blood Advances Talks are scholarly review articles that are presented in an audio format and published in the American Society of Hematology's open access journal, Blood Advances. Transcripts for Blood Advances Talks undergo the same rigorous peer review process as all articles published in Blood Advances and can be downloaded by visiting bloodadvances.org. We thank you for listening. My name is Sophie Lancron from Johns Hopkins University School of Medicine. The title of my talk is Granddad, Big Data and Sickle Cell Disease. My co-authors are Deepa Manwani, Pyle Desai, Julie Cantor, and Jane Little. This article's disclosure of potential conflicts of interest are as follows. I receive research funding from Shire, Novartis, Amara, GBT. I consult with Uber Bio and Novo Nordisk. I own stock in Pfizer and Teva. Uh, Deepa Manwani has consulting with Bluebird Bio, GBT, Novartis, Pfizer, Orma, Payal Desai, receives grant research support from GBT, CSL Bering, Shire, University of Pittsburgh, University of Tennessee. She is a Novartis Advisory Board Speaker, Orma Honorarium from ASH. Julie Cantor served as a consultant for Novartis, Orma, Graphite, Bio, GLG Advisory Board, Novartis, Forma, Agios, Beam, Sanofi, an honorarium from Novartis, Forma, Agios, Beam, Sanofi, GuidePoint Global. Jane Little received research funding from Bluebird Bio. The remaining authors have no potential conflicts of interest. Big data is being used in the pursuit of precision medicine in the general population. Applying these tools to people with sickle cell disease is essential for ensuring that patients receive the most appropriate customized therapy for their disease. In order to apply these tools, there must be large numbers of willing, fully phenotyped participants in collaborative registries. The Globe and Regional Data and Discovery Registry was developed by sickle cell disease providers at multiple sites working collaboratively to respond to unmet clinical needs and the lack of a large multi-site registry. The specific goals of Grandad are to one, prospectively obtain high quality curated data on the evolving sickle cell population, Two, improve adherence to guideline-based care. Three, provide a platform for ongoing quality improvement across sites. And four, allow real-time investigation of therapies and to collaborate broadly to address research questions using Grandad as a shared platform. Grandad's current strength lies in the generous participation of people living with sickle cell disease, collaborative investigators, and the opportunity to conduct quality improvement activities across a large number of sites. Grandad will serve as the data collection tool for the Health Resources and Services Administration Sickle Cell Treatment Demonstration Program and for the newly established National Alliance for Sickle Cell Centers. Grandad is a robust collaborative registry that will be used to identify genetic markers that will help predict outcomes and lead to a better understanding of the natural history of sickle cell disease in the modern era of novel therapies. There is little consensus on how to define big data. Gandome et al. described the three Vs, volume, variety, and velocity as a framework to describe big data. Volume is the magnitude of data, variety is the structural heterogeneity in a data set, and velocity is the rate at which data are generated and analyzed. In applying these concepts to medicine, there has been a focus on using genomics, proteomics, and metabolomics, along with data from the electronic health records, imaging, and even social media to enable big data in the pursuit of precision medicine. Examples of precision medicine include genetic markers that predict reduced efficacy or toxicity of therapies, 
such as variants in the CYP2C9 and warfarin or lack of TPMT in the use of mercaptopurine. The development of computational infrastructure to store and compute complex data has made the ability to expand the use of precision medicine beyond genomics, and many such studies are ongoing in the general population. Applying these tools to rare diseases like sickle cell disease is essential for ensuring that patients receive the most appropriate customized therapy for their disease. In order to apply these tools, there must be large numbers of willing, fully phenotyped participants in collaborative registries. In sickle cell disease, registries have been profoundly helpful, but have suffered from institutional attention deficit, lacking a sustained, widespread, and unified approach. Registry support in sickle cell disease has also been economically disadvantaged compared to other chronic diseases like cystic fibrosis, where they have very deep foundation support, and hemophilia, which is longstanding stable support from the Centers for Disease Control. This matters in the modern world for two reasons. First, because of dramatic improvements in lifespan associated with disease modification in children, previous multi-centered observational studies in sickle cell disease do not accurately describe the modern population of people with the disease. Prior studies were cross-sectional without longitudinal assessments and done prior to the availability of a validated quality of life tool in sickle cell disease, or they provided detailed data on specific aspects of disease management, such as transfusion, but lacked many of the clinical characteristics to provide a full clinical phenotype. Neither the modern patient with sickle cell disease nor their family or providers have complete information about how sickle cell disease will affect them across their lifespan. Second, the chronic lack of widespread comprehensive care in sickle cell disease, including detailed prospective registries, has left this population unprepared for curative intent therapy. The seeds of cure are being cast into a garden that is unprepared, lacking context from long-standing prospective registries through which to understand what treatments are most beneficial. The largest observational trial of sickle cell disease was the cooperative study of sickle cell disease which ceased follow-up in the 1980s when the average life expectancy for a patient with sickle cell anemia was less than 20 years of age. Since then, there have been no large, sustained, multi-site prospective cohort studies that capture the shifting phenotype of the modern population of people living with sickle cell disease. We therefore lack information about how current therapies are being used in practice, the long-term effect of these therapies, the natural history of sickle cell disease, and we lack the tools needed to identify high-risk patients who are most likely to benefit from potentially high-risk disease-modifying treatments. The complexities of using and analyzing big data change when trying to apply the same tools to rare diseases like sickle cell disease. There are no published validated panels of biomarkers for clinical manifestations of sickle cell disease. Many of the machine learning statistic-based tools used to analyze big data require a large amount of data from a sufficient number of subjects. These large sample sets are often not available for people with rare diseases, and what is available often lacks robust information on clinical phenotypes associated with the patient data and biospecimens. A recent publication by Liggett et al. used the NHLBI Transomics for Precision Medicine, or TopMed Consortium, to examine the presence of clonal hematopoiesis in 3,090 individuals with sickle cell disease compiled from 30 distinct cohorts. The cohorts used were historical, and the population was relatively young, with the majority of the samples being from subjects under the age of 30 years. In addition, although data on therapies were reported, valuable information necessary to assess risk profiles, such as years of exposure to hydroxyurea and the use of chronic transfusion therapy was not. In order to take advantage of new technologies being used to evaluate big data, 
establishment of large resource consortiums with well-described populations of people living with sickle cell disease and expertise in all multiomic platforms is crucial. The Globin Regional Data and Discovery or Grandad Registry was developed by sickle cell providers at multiple sites working collaboratively to respond to unmet clinical needs and inadequate national infrastructure. Grandad collects detailed patient level data through which to document a robust clinical phenotype. Grandad was initially funded by the Doris Duke Foundation in 2015 with the goal of building a shared database that could be used to define the phenotype of the contemporary patient who's living with sickle cell disease and to examine the evolving natural history of sickle cell disease. Funding allowed investigators to go through a lengthy and iterative process to develop data collection forms for children and adults living with sickle cell disease, which included variables and patient reported outcome tools that were important for clinical care, quality improvement and research. The pilot funding allowed Grandad to integrate processes for ethical, user-friendly regulatory alignment, a single IRB, inclusive and appropriate data use agreements, and to develop a HIPAA-compliant, secure, web-accessible REDCap data repository. Importantly, a framework evolved in which coordinators at each site work collaboratively to maintain and improve these processes. Currently, there are 12 sites contributing data to Grandad and over 1,500 subjects have been consented with an average age of 33 years, with almost 25% of the subjects over the age of 39. The specific goals of Grandad are to one, obtain high quality curated data on the evolving sickle cell population, things like comorbidities, labs, imaging, patient reported outcomes. Two, improve adherence to the National Heart, Lung, Blood Institute American Society of Hematology, and GOT Transition Guideline-Based Care. Three, provide a platform for ongoing investigator and patient-driven quality improvement across sites. Four, allow real-time investigation of therapies established and novel. And finally, to collaborate broadly to address research questions using Grandad as a shared platform. All investigators who contribute data have access to all of Grandad data by completing a study proposal document, which is reviewed by the executive committee, who assesses if the study is feasible and not in conflict with another project. Once the review is complete, the data is sent to the investigator for analysis. The next steps for Grandad entail working with collaborators across the world, Africa, Europe, South America, to collect data harmoniously using a shared codebook with the same variables. This goal will allow for a more robust sample size and will further lend itself to big data analysis. We are not yet routinely collecting samples for biobanking, but our consent does allow for this when resources are available to collect and store samples in a consistent and reliable manner. Grandad is onboarding new sites and continues to grow. However, even at our current size, we have made some important observations. Several studies have examined adherence to guideline-based recommendations on screening, we have examined our real-world screening and management practices of hepatic iron overload and renal disease in people with sickle cell disease. We have found that screening for albuminuria occurred in only 37% of annual observations. Similarly, more than a third of patients with a ferritin greater than 1,500 milligrams were not on chelation, and only a quarter had had imaging studies to assess iron accumulation. We also found that albuminuria was associated with a clinical phenotype. Hemoglobin levels were on average 0.79 grams per deciliter lower in those with albuminuria between 30 and 300 milligrams per gram when compared to those with no albuminuria. As we continue to build the capacity of Grandad to contribute to natural history studies and multiomic analysis, we are also using Grandad to improve care. 
by both focusing on ways to improve screening and providing tools to improve adherence to guideline recommendations. For instance, sickle cell disease specialty care is not readily available to many people, especially adults who are living with sickle cell disease. Thus, system level reminders are needed to ensure individuals receive guideline-based care. In Grandad, we have developed a patient-specific health maintenance sheet that is populated when prompted, for example, prior to a subject's routine clinic visit. This document summarizes data extracted from Grandad on whether subjects have had guideline-recommended laboratory screening and results of this testing, annual ophthalmology exams, annual transcranial Doppler testing, and recommended vaccinations. The health maintenance sheet case report form also highlights when patients with sickle cell disease are not on disease-modifying therapy. This tool was developed to guide all providers, regardless of the size of their clinical population, and will add value as Grandad expands to other sites. The expectation is that these prompts will facilitate adherence to guideline-based medicine and increase the likelihood of improved outcomes for patients. For example, adherence to recommendations for transcranial Doppler testing and use of hydroxyurea. While the 12 active sites currently enrolling subjects are all affiliated with large academic institutions, we are open to expanding to small, less resourced programs. Grandad investigators have IRB approval to do virtual consents, and so the ability to enroll subjects that live far from academic centers will allow for a more diverse group of enrolled subjects. There are several other multi-site registries, including the NHLBI-sponsored Sickle Cell Disease Implementation Consortium, which has enrolled 2,400 subjects who continue to have longitudinal follow-up, but no new subjects are actively being enrolled. This registry collects data that is similar to Grandad, including a number of patient-reported outcomes. Work is ongoing to see how data from both the SCDIC and Grandad can be combined on an NIH platform. Another ongoing registry is the American Society of Hematology's Research Collaborative. This registry is collecting mostly limited data sets with data extracted directly from the electronic health record using ICD-10 and systematized nomenclature of medicine or SNOMED codes from sites that are participating as hubs in the American Society of Hematology Sickle Cell Clinical Trial Network. The utility of this registry, given the limitations of retrieving accurate genotype data using ICD-10 coding remains unclear. Grandad's current strengths lie in the generous participation of people living with sickle cell disease, collaborative investigators, and the unique opportunity to conduct quality improvement activities across a large number of sites, and in associating clinical phenotypes with outcomes. Grandab will serve as the data collection tool for the Health Resources and Services Administration Sickle Cell Treatment Demonstration Program, and for the newly established National Alliance for Sickle Cell Centers. In the near future, Grandab will be used to identify both bio and genetic markers that will help predict the outcomes and will be a robust collaborative registry that will be used to understand the natural history of sickle cell disease as the cooperative study did decades ago. You've been listening to Blood Advances Talks. Please visit bloodadvances.org for more audio reviews and for information on how to subscribe to the Blood Advances Talks podcast. A full transcript of this podcast can be found online. Music for Blood Advances Talks was performed by the Art Topolo Trio and provided by Dr. Art Topolo. This presentation is copyrighted by the American Society of Hematology. We thank you for listening.